You are Locked On Nittany Lions, your daily podcast on the Penn State Nittany Lions, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into today's episode of Locked On Nittany Lions. I am your host, Kevin McGuire, editor of Nittany Lions Wire on the USA Today Sports Media Group, and of course, a contributor to AthlonSports.com. In today's episode, we are going to dive back into previewing some of the things to pay attention to during Penn State's final spring practice, which is coming up later this week, this weekend actually, on Saturday to be precise. And we're also going to react to ESPN's first batch of the FPI for the 2021 season. We'll dive into where exactly Penn State falls in it, and we'll take a look to see where some of Penn State's opponents on the 2021 schedule also land in the football power index from ESPN. So lots of fun stuff to get into in today's episode. Before we do that, I do want to remind you guys to make sure you are following this podcast on whatever podcasting app you prefer. We're on pretty much everything. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. We're on the Odyssey app, formerly radio.com. Make sure you check that out. Make sure you get those apps updated and make sure you're following us. Totally free to do so. And if you want to help us out even more, make sure you leave those ratings and reviews. If you leave a five-star review, take a screenshot of it and tweet it to us at LockedOnNittany and you're going to get a special shout out in our five-star Friday episode at the end of the week. So keep those reviews coming. We want to hear what you have to say. We'll share some of your thoughts as well and you'll get that shout out from me on the Friday edition of the podcast. Of course, you can also reach out to us on our social media platforms. I already mentioned our Twitter account at LockedOnNittany, but you can also check us out at Facebook.com slash LockedOnNittany and check us out on Instagram at Instagram.com slash LockedOnNittany. And don't forget about our Twitch channel. Still trying to figure out exactly what the plans will be for Saturday as far as live streaming reactions are concerned from Penn State's final spring practice. But check us out on our Twitch channel at Twitch.tv slash LockedOnNittany. All that stuff is now out of the way. Let's go ahead and get started. Obviously, one of the big topics of conversation today will be what to look for from the defensive side of the football during Penn State's final spring practice, but we've got a lot of time to dive into that in the next couple of segments. In our first segment today here, I wanted to relay the information from ESPN's first initial batch of the FPI for the 2021 season. What is FPI? Well, it's a football power index. It's a metric that ESPN uses to kind of project to see how many games you're going to win. It kind of bases its score around some kind of calculation to determine how many points per game better you are or worse you are than the absolute average team in college football. And the FBI has been pretty kind to Penn State in recent years. Even last year, after a little bit of a dreadful start, Penn State worked their way back up into the top 25 by the time the end of the season came. And if things hold as they currently sit right now, Penn State's going to be in a very good position as far as that FPI is concerned going into the 2021 season. And that is because Penn State is listed number 10 on the initial FPI rankings for the 2021 season. So that's all cool, right? What does it exactly mean? doesn't mean a whole lot as far as I'm concerned. I think that ESPN sometimes gets a little carried away with some of the metrics they have. Although I do think that FPI does hold a little bit of a place in the conversation when you're trying to determine strength of schedule. And I think that that's one of the key things that you're talking about. Penn State has a challenging schedule. 
But yet I was surprised when I saw a listing of the top 15 teams that was thrown out there based on the FPI for 2021 with the strengths of schedule. Let me run down the top 15 teams here, okay? Number one, Arkansas. Number two, Auburn. They're going to be making a trip to Pappy Valley. Number three, Kansas. Number four, Texas. Number five, TCU. Are you noticing a lot of Big 12 teams? Clearly, uh, there's a lot of thought about how good Oklahoma probably is with all of these big 12 teams right out of the gate. But there's also Iowa State who comes in at number six. And I think the fact that Texas and TCU are out there probably suggests that they're probably going to be pretty good too. West Virginia at number eight. What's with all the big 12 teams? Number nine, Ole Miss. Number 10, Oklahoma State. Number 11, Texas Tech. Number 12, Kansas State. Number 13, Alabama. Well, they don't have to play Alabama at least. Uh, number 14, Mississippi State. And number 15, Baylor. Seriously, that is a lot of Big 12 teams. The FBI really loves Big 12 teams. Yet when you look at the top 10, there aren't that many in there. Oklahoma, Iowa State, uh, I think Texas might have been in there as well. Uh, but that is a lot of love for the strength of schedule of the Big 12. And I don't really see where that comes from, to be honest with you. Because I'm looking at Penn State's schedule. And Penn State has a very challenging schedule on their own. Uh, obviously, they have to play Ohio State. They're going to play Ohio State on the road. They open the season against Wisconsin, probably the Big Ten West favorite going into the season. That's going to be on the road. Uh, they also have to make a trip to Iowa, which is always going to be pretty tricky. You've got Auburn coming into town, which is going to be pretty fun. Indiana still riding the wave of what happened last season. That's a pretty tough opponent, too. And then I think that Michigan's a better team than a lot of people are going to give them credit for. And who knows what's going to happen in some of these other games. But, I mean, that is a good chunk of the schedule that's going to be pretty up in the air for a lot of the games I think that Penn State's going to play this year. So I do think that given the respect that Penn State has in the FPI ranking being ranked number 10, but then looking at the strength of schedule, I'm kind of scratching my head. It's like, where is this all coming from? I do think that Penn State's going to have a pretty good year. I, I've said that time and time again. We'll continue to talk about that during the course of this week as we continue to preview the spring game. But I've said time and time again that there are reasons to believe that Penn State is going to be a team that is certainly on the radar for a significant bounce back season this year. Uh, talked a little bit about all the things I'm looking for on the offensive side of the football the other day on the podcast as we were getting ready for the spring game. We're going to dive into some of the topics with this defense. And, you know, I'm going to say right now, I'm starting to like it a little bit more and more as I start to look at things to see where everything is placed here with this Penn State team. This is a good team. It really is. And the FPI certainly backs that up. If you're curious where some of the other opponents on a Penn State's schedule are ranked in the FPI, I put together a list for you on NittanyLionsWire.com. I'll just run through it real quick and you can read uh, some of the additional commentary on NittanyLionsWire.com. Number five. Overall is Ohio State. No real surprise there. Uh, I already mentioned Wisconsin there at number 15. Oh, by the way, Ohio State's the only team on Penn State's schedule that is ranked higher than Penn State in that FPI ranking. Uh, so they are ahead of Wisconsin at number 15. Auburn's also at number 16. Number 23 is Iowa. Number 25 is Indiana. Number 40 is Michigan. Number 40 is Michigan. Just five spots ahead of Ball State. So, you know, that, that speaks for itself, I think, right now. Maryland at 55, uh, Michigan State at 56, Rutgers at 79, and Illinois at 87. Uh, only two schools had a negative FPI, that being Rutgers and Illinois. Everybody else had, at least has a positive FPI and comes, I guess, in the, the upper half for the most part of uh, Division I football. So there are some challenges here for Penn State, but the fact that the FPI has Penn State as a top 10 team that tells you that there's something out there 
that believes that this is a pretty good team going into the 2021 season. I've been saying it all along. Now I've got an ESPN metric to help back me up. Are you looking for a way to keep your body feeling full and energized and trying just trying to get to that next meal break or just the end of your work day or through a workout? Well, look no further than Built Bar. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes just like a chocolate bar, and they've got so many delicious flavors to choose from. It almost sounds like it's too good to be true, but I promise you not, I will vouch for this. Built Bar has an amazing selection that is going to help you feel full and get you through your work day, your workout, just get you to your next goal. Me, I like having a Bilt Bar as a mid-morning snack. I wake up early, I go into work early, and it feels like it takes forever to get to lunchtime. But I just pull out a nice little lemon almond cheesecake Bilt Bar, or maybe a salted caramel, or my personal favorite, the orange, and I know I am in for a treat, and it's gonna help me feel full. That's because they are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber. They're great for any diet. If you're on a keto diet, you're looking to lose or maintain weight, make Bilt Bar a part of your routine. Go to BuiltBar.com, check out all the options they have available, pack up a miscellaneous box, or just load up on all one flavor of your choosing. Don't forget to use the promo code LOCKED15, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and you're going to get 15% off your next order. And while supplies last, they'll even throw in a free cooler with your purchase. How could you go wrong? Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on all the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts across the Locked On Podcast Network. So follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, while you're at it, make sure you're following Locked On Nittany Lions on that Odyssey app as well. Make sure you've updated that app on your phone. What was formerly Radio.com is now Odyssey. That's spelled A-U-D. A-C-Y. So let's switch gears and go back into preview mode for this weekend's final spring practice for Penn State. Now, as I said before, it looks like it's going to be about a noon kickoff or a noon start time for this final practice session. It's not going to be a typical spring game atmosphere, but there's still a lot at stake for a lot of players on both sides of the football. We already addressed the offensive side of the things on Monday's podcast, so if you missed it, go back and check that out as we start to dive through the entire week-long preview series for the spring game. I keep calling it a spring game. I know it's a spring practice, but you get what I'm saying. And today we're going to take a look at the defensive side. Now, I did post an article on NittanyLionsWire.com giving a look at five questions for the defense. I'm going to kind of rehash some of those points and questions that I had in today's episode here. First and foremost, I think when you're talking about the defense, you feel like Penn State is going to have a pretty solid defensive unit, right? There's really no real major star power. I think when you talk about a national perception, there's no Micah Parsons, right? But there was no Micah Parsons last year either. And I still think if you look back on all the things that happened last year, the defense had their shortcomings. There's no question about that. And they had their opportunities to make some big plays in big moments, and they whiffed on that in many uh, opportunities, especially early on in the games. Now, there was a lot of stuff that went wrong for Penn State in the early start uh early parts of games last year on offense and on defense. And I do think that if you look at the way some of the things unfolded, the offense put the defense in some really bad spots, including that Indiana game to start off the year. Uh, Turnovers giving a very short field. I don't know how much blame you can put on a defense for there. Obviously, you would have liked to have seen some major defensive stops, but there are only so many times when the defense can bail out a mistake by the offense. And, you know, this goes both ways, of course. But I do think that I think the defense probably 
had a better second half than they were going to be given credit for. A lot of people look at that 0-5 start, and they they suggest that there's probably not a whole lot going on here. Defense was a problem. The offense was a problem. Everything was a problem. But on the defensive side, I think that there's some good stability with this defense. And it's interesting that I'm saying that because you're talking about a defensive line. It's going to have a lot of new faces on it. They already do, obviously, with uh, you know, Jason Owe moving on to the NFL, Shaka Tony moving on to the NFL, uh, Antonio Shelton transferring to Florida. You've got some big holes to fill right on your defensive line. You know that P.J. Mustafer is going to be there cementing one of those spots uh, in the interior of the defensive line. That's all well and good, but you also have some transfers that have come in, and you've got some young players really looking to take that next step. Uh, Adisa Isaac is one of the guys that I think a lot of people are very excited for and for good reason. I think this is going to be one of the seasons where you really start to see him become the the glue of a defensive line and he's going to be one of the next star defensive linemen. That's what a lot of people are thinking at Penn State. So there's probably reason to expect that he's going to be a potential starting player as early as the season opener. But you're also starting to see some rumblings coming out of spring practices really praising Nick Turburton. Uh, who is making a name for himself and gaining a lot of respect from his coaches and his fellow players. So maybe there's a little bit more competition for that defensive end spot that's open than a lot of people were originally anticipating. As for the other defensive end position, I'm going to botch his name. I'm going to get it right at some point. It's probably not going to be this time. But Arnold Ebekidi from Temple, the Temple transfer, coming in should certainly have a real strong case to be made to be a starting player for Penn State. And I think he's going to step right into that role. And, of course, Derek Tangelo. Derek Tangelo from Duke is probably going to be another expected starter. I think that Penn State took their looks in the transfer portal, looking for guys that they could bring in, be eligible right away, and plug into their starting lineup. And they're getting guys from the ACC and a very good American Athletic Conference program. I know Temple had a bad year last year, but, you know, it's other Penn State. But I do think that there's a reason that those guys were brought in as transfers and getting a chance to go through the spring semester, spring practices, they're going to be sitting in that starting lineup. So your starting lineup for that defensive line starting to come together, right? P.J. Mustafer already, Abikidi, Tangelo across the middle, and you know Adisa Isaac probably going to be the name to watch again. Nick Tarburton starting to hear some rumblings about just how much respect he has been commanding. So maybe he works his way into the rotation. But if there's one thing I can say about Penn State defensive lines is that I feel like I've got more confidence in a Penn State defensive line than I have some of the other positions on a regular basis for the last decade, really. There have been a lot of really good defensive linemen to come through Penn State. And I think top to bottom, I would take the defensive line depth over any other position on that defensive side and suggest that that's probably your most stable unit more often than not. It may not necessarily be the case this year. We're going to talk about that next position uh, that I'm much more confident in right now. But defensive line is not a big concern for me because I do think that Penn State uh, fits players in, uh, develops them a little bit, and they're in a pretty good spot when all things get rolling. But the position group that I think probably has the most stability or the most durability or the most reason to be confident about it going into the 2021 season is probably the secondary. I think we're looking at a renaissance of Penn State secondaries recently. I think they've had some good players come through here. I think this group might potentially be one of the best that James Franklin has had to work with. Now, there's no question. It got a big lift 
with the decisions of Tariq Castro-Fields and Jaquan Brisker to come back, play another season for Penn State rather than uh, take their shot at the NFL and getting a starting safety and one of the top cornerbacks coming back this year. You know, you're talking about four positions in your secondary. Two of them are locked down with guys that you can trust. And you're trying to figure out who exactly is going to fill those other spots. Well, the two names that I think jump out at me are Joey Porter Jr., who showed some really good highlight moments last season, showed some really good potential when he was on the field last year. I think he's going to be a really fun, exciting player to watch covering passes again this year. I think he's going to lock down one of those spots. And then Jonathan Sutherland is a team captain, team leader, very inspirational, a lot of respect in the locker room within the program. And I think that he has put in the work. I think he's going to get a very good opportunity to be a starting uh, defensive player in that secondary for this upcoming season. Uh, Jair Brown, probably a name to keep an eye on as well. Uh, you know, Certainly he would be one of the next men up, I would think, uh, should anything be needed. But I think that you're looking at a pretty good, stable secondary with Jonathan Sutherland, Joey Porter Jr., Tariq Castro-Fields, and Jaquan Brisker. So tell me what you think about the defensive line and the secondary. Reach out to us on our Twitter account, at LockedOnNittany. There is one key position group still to address, and it's a pretty notable one if you're talking about Penn State. We're going to talk about the linebackers coming up in the next segment. Look, we all know that the Penn State spring game or the final spring practice is this weekend, but there's a lot of other sports activities going on throughout the week and over the weekend as well. Maybe you want to place a couple bets, maybe make some money on some Major League Baseball, the NBA, or the NHL. No matter what you're looking to place some bets on, Bet Online will have you covered. They are the fastest and easiest way to bet on all the sports action. BetOnline even covers award shows, TV shows, reality TV. They've got real-time updated odds and props on just about anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. Again, it is the best way to place your bets, and it is totally free to sign up. All you have to do is head to their website on your desktop or your laptop. Maybe you've got a a mobile device or a mobile pad or whatever. Go to BetOnline.ag. Sign up today, and you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus on top of your first deposit, but you have to use the promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. You're not going to get that deal on any other sports gambling website out there. So sign up today for free. Make that first deposit. Use that promo code LOCKEDON. Get a 50% welcome bonus thrown in to your initial deposit. That is free money, folks, and if you bet wisely, you can make some money with that free money. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Tune in next week from April 19th through the 26th and listen to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021, featuring analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Jason LaConfora, and Michael Lombardi. Our local experts are also going to chime in from every team making trades and picking the next stars of their team. Subscribe to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021, presented by Locked On and Odyssey on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. It's going to be a lot of fun hearing what the mock draft is going to have to entail. I will tell you right now, there is at least one Penn State player that is going to be drafted, but which team will he be going to? 
You're going to have to tune in to find out. I'm looking forward to seeing it all play out. I don't know all the details. I don't know all the information just yet, but I know there's a lot of work being put into it, and I can't wait to hear it. Hopefully, you guys get a chance to enjoy it as well as we lead up to the NFL Draft. And looking forward to next week's coverage right here on the podcast, we are going to be breaking down the NFL Draft a little bit with some of these draft prospects coming out of Penn State, like Michael Parsons and Jason Oway, Pat Fryermuth, you know, Shaka Tony, Lamont Wade. Is Lamont Wade going to get drafted? You know, I'm looking at some of these mock drafts and not seeing his name very often, if at all. But obviously, the three that I mentioned, Michael Parsons, Jason Oway, Pat Fryermuth, we know that they're getting drafted. It's very, very likely that Shaka Tony is going to be drafted. Just a matter of where all these picks are going to be made. So look forward to seeing how that all unfolds. We're going to bring in some guests next week, too. So get ready for that. Get some draft experts to provide their draft analysis. Leading up to the NFL draft, and it's going to be a lot of fun. But first, of course, we're still focusing on that Penn State spring game. Now, I already talked about the secondary. I already talked about the defensive line. But you can't talk about defense at Penn State unless you're going to talk about the linebackers. The only thing is there's not really a whole lot to talk about with the linebackers going into this final spring practice, going into the 2021 season. Uh, we already have pretty much seen what we're going to see out of the linebackers. You know, not having Micah Parsons last year, gave us a chance to see what life after Micah is going to be like. And that means Brandon Smith, Jesse Lukita, and of course, Elvis Brooks. Those are your three guys that are going to be your linebackers. Injury uh, unforeseen, of course, but you know it looks like they've got that pretty much figured out. There's not really a whole lot to, to be improved on or to see what the next step is, see if there's anybody else that's competing for a playing time doesn't look like that's going to be the case and that doesn't mean that you can't get a glimpse of some of these other younger linebacker options because eventually you're going to have to see them at work anyway and there are some names that certainly that we're going to be watching from that linebacker core the younger linebacker core but I just feel as though when you're talking about these linebackers there's really not a whole lot to have here you know Brandon Smith is probably going to be a really fun player to watch he was fun last year I think he's going to be fun again this year but you're talking about some solid linebackers right now and, you know, one of the things that James Franklin said this week when he was talking about the linebackers is he, he understands that Penn State refers to itself as linebacker you. But as I kind of alluded to in the last segment, you know, I'm much more confident in what the defensive line is going to do than I am the linebackers. Not necessarily a knock on the linebackers. I just have more trust that you're going to get production out of the defensive line than you are the linebackers. You know, th- this is not a Penn State team that has had Paul Puzlosny, Sean Lee, Dan Connor for so many consecutive years. Uh, you know, Michael Parsons obviously was great during his time here, but I just feel as though linebackers have kind of been lacking on the traditional level of a Penn State linebackers. But James Franklin said that this group right here has a very good chance to rekindle some of that spirit of the linebacker U mentality. And maybe a lot of Leatherman are going to be pretty proud of what these guys do. So, you know, that could just be coach speak. The only time will tell. And it does sound like something that a coach would just say just to kind of fire up his guys and have their back. And James Franklin will do that from time to time, if we're being honest. But, you know, that's good to hear, I think, coming out of the spring practices because it tells me that he's pretty confident. He, he likes what he's seeing. You know, certainly if there was concern there, he's not one that's going to shy away from that. But having these guys already have that experience playing together last year, going in through the spring practices, going right into the 2021 season, I think the linebacker is going to be just fine at Penn State.
that will do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for following and listening on your preferred podcasting app. Of course, tomorrow we will continue with our spring game coverage. We're going to take a look a little bit at the special teams. I don't think we're going to spend a whole episode on it. We may even spend one segment on it, but I do feel like it's the next step in the progression here. We have to talk about the special teams because you know what? I've got some concerns about the special teams after last season, and I think spring is now as good a time as any to clean up some of those mistakes. So tomorrow on the podcast, we will talk a little bit about what to expect out of the special teams going into the final spring practice at Penn State. So make sure you come back and listen to that. And of course, if you want to go back and listen to our preview on the offense, that's from Monday's episode. You can go in the archives on your favorite podcasting app. And of course, we'll have all these episodes archived for you on your favorite podcasting app. So go back and listen to anything that you missed and continue to come back on a daily basis. Get your Penn State podcast fixed with me, Kevin McGuire. I'm your host here. I'm the editor of NittanyLionsWire.com and also a contributor to AthlonSports.com. And of course, this podcast is available wherever you get your podcast, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, iHeartRadio, and of course, the Odyssey app, which is formerly Radio.com. So make sure you've got those apps updated on your mobile devices, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Give us a follow. It's totally free to do so on all those podcasting apps. And then, of course, leave a rating and a review. If you leave a five-star review on any of those platforms, make sure you take a screenshot of it. Tweet it to us at LockedOnNittany, and we'll give you a special shout-out and read your review for us on Friday's episode. It'll be Five Star Friday. So get involved with that. Stay connected with us. And also check out our Facebook page at Facebook.com slash LockedOnNittany. And check us out on Instagram at Instagram.com slash LockedOnNittany. Stay tuned. We're going to get that Twitch stream live up going very soon. Twitch.tv slash LockedOnNittany. That's it for me today. Thank you so much. Check out all the other great content across the Locked On Podcast Network. If you want some more Big Ten conversation, head on over to Locked On Big Ten. Don't forget to check out the Locked On Today podcast and all the other great content across the network. We've got all your teams covered, your team every day. I'm Kevin McGuire. Have a great day. I'll talk to you tomorrow.